The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let some things be retrograde. Good morning, Retrograde Land. Hey, friends. Welcome to That's it's So your Retrograde. friendly neighborhood wellness podcasters, Stephanie and Elizabeth. How you doing? I'm doing. How you doing? Great. Thanks for asking. You know, you you came up with something recently that I really appreciated in your descriptor for our show, and it was low-key, high-level wellness. I think that's accurate. Thank you so much. So we're, we're like your low-key, high-level wellness friends who hate the word Big wellness. Sisters, guys. I don't hate it as much anymore. I just think that it's it's a broad blanket. Yes. And anything that becomes broadened and trendized, I have a natural aversion to. But I am happy that wellness is coming into the mainstream because we want everyone to be well. Yes, we do. And on our show today, we are really excited about this one. Our podcasting sister, Lindsay of We Met at Acme, is joining us. If you guys don't know about We Met at Acme, it is such a fun show that covers all things millennial dating in such a fun, chill way, low-key way, mm-hmm. low-key and high-level, if you ask me. That's right. And I will say, we pre-recorded this, and... I loved how we were able to get vulnerable about our own millennial dating current statuses. If I was on the edge of being a millennial before 2020, I'm an octogenarian at the end of 2020. I do not feel like a millennial anymore. I feel so old. (laughs) Just in like my habits are drinking tea, going to bed early, waking up very early, like reading, being in the dark. I don't know if those are millennial activities or what. Did you just say peeing in the dark? No, being in the dark. Oh, I was like, like, because you wake up in the middle of the night to pee too? Same. Yes. Oh my God, I do because I'm a fucking grandma. Yes. Yes. Every night. Absolutely. (laughs) No, yeah, this was such a fun conversation and thanks for holding space for the vulnerability to everyone and I'll keep you posted on my evolving neighbor lover journey. Yes, please do. And also, guys, just some fun housekeeping notes. We've got a weekly newsletter that comes out with all of our show notes. Uh, You can sign up for that at thatsoretrograde.com. And also, check out our Roses and Thorns segment that we recently moved over to IGTV. And we also have a pretty cute YouTube channel that's kind of formulated from being home. And taking the time to edit together some fun bits from the interviews that we've done throughout the year. So 2020, when you're so desperate, you start a YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) So real. All right, guys. uh, Without further ado, here we go. We're here to talk about dating in COVID. Wow. Yes. Wait, so I have a question for, yeah. for you guys. Okay, oh. I think we need to like state our relationship statuses at the moment because everyone needs to know like where we're all coming from. So Elizabeth. Yes, I live with my boyfriend. We've been together over five years. Wow. And. Wow. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. And Steph. I like how you just like. <laughs> 
took over this podcast. Yeah, no, I honestly, I am kicking my feet I up. told you Thank I had you. questions. No, no, Perfect. good. Like, we need a guest host. We're fucking tired. You're just We're like, tired of ourselves. Reining it in, and I really appreciate it. This is actually the first time since I've started dating that, I, that I've even talked about it on the show. So, ooh. So does that mean there's someone special? Well, it, yeah. I we're figuring it out. I've um been dating my neighbor. So, oh, so convenient. Very convenient, but I wouldn't say we're in a relationship, but you're having sex. Quite quite to that definition, whatever that definition is, that's actually the problem that we're having right now about definition, mm. which we can talk about. Yes. But yeah, we're like in love. So, but wow, I don't know. I what... have so many questions. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make this about me. How about you? <laughs> I also live with my partner, but we have only been together for a year. So definitely not five years. So like the COVID fast track, huh? The COVID fast track. We met like two months before or th- four months before COVID. Wow. And like pretty much moved in together immediately. So we're like, we're newly roommates. Right. Oh, I th- feel like I should add in terms of like relationship status. We are, we newly have a puppy son. So I Aww. feel like that has changed the dynamic or it's like a, it's another step in a relationship. It has. It has. We actually, yeah. I just did a poll question on, we met at Acme. Someone submitted it and they were like, if you get a dog together, does that mean you will soon be engaged? And mm. it was like 76% yes. What? That's like such a leap. That, I know. Yeah. I don't, don't, you don't feel? correlate the two. But every couple that I personally know that got a dog together got married. Yeah. Well, I've just like never cared about marriage. Mm. That's just not like for me something like I care so much more about like the day to day partnership stuff that I like the idea of commitment and like the declaration of that and like the symbolism. But like putting it on paper is not like interesting to me. But what if your puppy was a human? Would that change? Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm mm. not saying I'm I'm not saying it's out of the question. I'm sure it will happen. But it's not ever been like my like goalpost in any capacity. But that's just that's me. But yeah, it's just, you know. I kind of want to know again, feel free to tell me to shut up because I'm not the host. No, of this I podcast. love this. Please. But, but Steph, so yeah. did you just like go downstairs to like pick up your Amazon package, like wearing a mask and just like hit it off with your neighbor then? Or like, did you always have a flirtation? Like, did you have them on Instagram and he slid into your DMs? Like, explain. So I actually, this is my second neighbor that I've hooked up with in the pandemic. (laughs) So my advice to anyone is find a hot neighbor and just go for it. So I actually, then that, that, that didn't go anywhere. I mean, it didn't end badly. I'm still friends with the first guy. But when I met this guy, I was like, I can't like, I can't date another one of my neighbors. Like felt like a dangerous kind of, you know, it's always in your face. What if it goes wrong? Like, what if it's something that I don't want? And then I have like a psycho neighbor who's like obsessed with me, assuming that's how things would end um, or like vice versa. You know, like I just was like afraid to kind of get into that category again. But 
um, we became friends. And then I just realized that I liked him one day. Mm. What's his sign? He's a cancer. And yeah, we get along really good. But he doesn't have Instagram or any internet of any kind. So it's just, it was a very like kind of old school, like normal, like he would stop by and be like, do you want to go like for a hike or do you want to like hang out? And I was just like, this is so like, I had to kind of learn how to be like a present human again. And just like, it was a really good opportunity to throw away like all of that, like mental work that we do, like that we have to do because of our phones and because of like all these like different rules and boundaries that we have set up with our technology that to me was always like really hard. Like Elizabeth knows, like when it came to texting with guys, I was always like so fucking stressed and so annoyed because I just feel like that's not how I get like telegraphed best. And I hated having to like think about that stuff. So this was like a cool thing where I just I didn't have to engage in like the 2020 way. And I think that's kind of why it like just happened like organically and in a cool way. That is really cool. Yeah. But now, well, we can get into now later. I'm just like in a mood right now because um, I haven't, I'm not talking to him. (laughs) So I'm just like. (laughs) So because you wanted to define things and he didn't? No, I don't really care like, As far as like a definition is concerned, I don't, I'm not like seeking for him to be like, you're my girlfriend and this is what this is and we have a future together. And like, I don't, that's not what I'm seeking. But like, he's in this phase of his life where he's like very obsessed with his own freedom and he's on this like spiritual journey and he's just like changed his whole life in the last year as like many people have. And he's just on some like new fresh shit with himself, which I completely respect. But then he kind of like, puts up this wall where it's like he acts like I'm in some way like infringing on his freedom and I don't do that at all. I'm not like, don't meditate and stay with me. I'm like, bye, have fun. Like, I hope you hit the multiverse. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, do you. I want to do me too. But I think he's just like kind of resisting. He keeps like denying that we're like having a relationship basically. Or he'll keep denying that we're together. And I'm just like, you're literally here every single day. Like, I don't, I personally am like, this is as much of a relationship as I'll like ever be in. Like, I don't know. I'll tell you what triggered it. Yeah. What what triggered it? Well, we have conversations about this all the time. And I like, I finally just decided to like stop caring. And I just was like, well, he shows up. He's so present. Like, I, I love the way it feels to be with him. Like, who cares if he doesn't know if he wants to like be a father or marry me? Like, I don't, I don't care if he doesn't like see his own future. Like, that's not what I care about. Like the moment, like Elizabeth was saying. But then I don't know. We just like keep getting closer and hanging out more and more. And so obviously I'm like falling for him. And like I have a certain level of like attachment, even though I'm practicing non-attachment. It's normal when you like care for someone to like. Also, when you're devoting a good chunk of your free time to them, like that's just. Yeah. A normal thing to associate that with some sort of commitment. Right. And he like won't come in. He's like, I'm like, you're not. I'm just clarifying like you're not off base in any capacity. I don't think that I am. But like he kind of makes me feel like it because, okay, I'm really emotional. So sometimes when I want to communicate, I get emotional and then it seems like it's more than it is. But it's really me. It's not me being upset with what I'm saying. It's my own resistance to accessing my like heart's truth 
So I get blocked in communicating it because I get scared. So it seems like I'm really upset, like, because I'm crying. But I'm actually just, like, having a hard time opening my heart. And that's been, like, the interesting kind of communication thing. Basically, Mm -hmm. though, I tabled the conversation. I was like, I'm fine. I don't care. And then he lives on this property and they're, like, doing a build. And I went over and there was, like, these… There was a whole, like… I live in a very, like, hippie place. And so there was a whole like sound bath, yoga, meditation thing happening like on the property. (laughs) And he had left his phone at my house and I had a friend coming over and I knew that he would try to get the phone. So I wanted to bring it to him before he tried to like interrupt my hang or like if I wasn't here. So I bring him the phone and there's like a girl from like the yoga thing, like looking around the build and he's like showing her around. And I can just tell that she's like looking at him, right? Mm. When you've had sex with someone, you know when someone else is trying to hit on someone that you're having sex with. Don't you like just have the sixth sense of like… Yes. Back up. This man is spoken for. Calm down. Like, you know, like I just could feel it. Plus, I'm Mm. a Scorpio. So I'll get like… Like, I'm so Scorpio that I would get protective of Elizabeth's boyfriend if a girl was talking to him. Like, I'm so crazy when it comes to like sacredness and boundaries and wanting people to like know what's going on. Like, I really care about that. Right. So… I could tell that she was being some type of way. I don't know. I just like gave him the phone and walked away. I didn't say anything. I, I didn't make a big deal out of it. I was like, I'm going to go back. Like, I'm going to go. And then when I was walking back, I thought to myself, hmm, I wonder what's going to transpire now. Like, is she going to get his number? What are they talking about? Is he going to tell her that I'm with him? Like, what's going to go down? Because I could, I knew that something was going to happen. And then later that night, he came over and I said, what happened with that girl? And he said, what do you mean? We were just talking. I said, yeah, no, I know. But so did, you know, did you get her number? Kind of in jest. And he was like, she got mine. Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. And I was like, for what? And he's like, oh, she wants to like connect with my teacher. Like he has this like meditation teacher. And I'm like, (laughs) I bet she wants to connect with your teacher. Like, I'm sure that's what it is. That's like such an obvious like way in to like, hang out with someone that you're trying to fuck. Am I wrong? You're not wrong at all. But he knows that too. He's well aware of that. But That's here's, what- here's the best part of that story that I forgot to tell is that after I left, I, I came back to my house and went to take my recycling out and she was pulling out of the driveway on his property and she bottomed out her car. <laughs> That's really funny. And I was Karma. like, am I a witch? <laughs> like, what did I just do to this girl's reality? Because I was like, back the fuck up off my man, girl. Like, calm down. Like, that's how I felt. Um, And I had told him that. And I think that's how the conversation came back up around. Anyways, that started a whole thing. It turned into like this whole conversation of me being like, I don't understand why me like telling you that I want to be with you is so scary to you. And then now we haven't spoken in 24 hours. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, So my thoughts are that he needs to like, miss you now and like have you not be like available to him because I think he got comfortable and like started to take you for granted I think that which is not okay yeah I think that too and like I don't know like I I think he has this idea in his head that like for like somehow like he likes to wake up at like five in the morning and like go meditate and do all this stuff and sometimes it's like six or six thirty or sometimes it's like seven if we're like cuddling or something happens and he'll be like stressed about that and it's like good. I want him to go like have his solo life for a little bit and see if it's like that much better. Like if it's so much better for you, like not having me in your life, then like. Can I ask how old he is? 
he's 36. But he like just started this like whole other like life path. So I think he's right. kind of like a baby boy. Right. Guys, it's the time of the show where we are giving thanks to our beloved partners. And today we've got two special friends that we want to shout out. One of which that is joining us as we record this very merry episode. We've got Kin Euphorics. We love Kin Euphorics so much. It's honestly a pleasure to have another beverage in my arsenal that brings me where I want to go. Not to mention they are the first non-alcoholic drink for grown-ups who care about little things like brain function, hormone harmony, great sex, and de-stressing. That's everything. That's everything. I don't think I care about anything other than those no, things. No, definitely don't. They basically take adaptogenic herbs and mushrooms and they combine them into these delicious concoctions that help curb stress in the moment and over time, as well as nootropics that support cognitive function, i.e. clarity, memory, and creativity, which is why I enjoy drinking them so much mid-afternoon when I'm recording with my buddy here, Steph, because I feel like I come to the mic just like clear-headed and elevated. We're talking about the little spritz. That's my favorite one. So they come in three different little packages. One is a tiny can that's a little spritz that really tastes like an Aperol spritz without the like sugary, hellish backlash. And then they have... Yep, only five grams of sugar yeah. and 25 calories. Yeah, and in this one... But who's counting? In this little can, there's over 800 milligrams of the propriety blend that they made, which is different amino acids like GABA, L-theanine, 5-HTP, L-tyrosine, and then also rhodiola and caffeine. It's literally like if alcohol was doing the good thing for your body and getting the result of like you being able to use your brain and feel happy. Yeah. Like I personally cannot drink alcohol and record this show. I've tried it once and was like, never again. I don't recommend day drinking in your 30s. So that's mostly why I prefer kin over booze. (laughs) Yeah. And they also have two other options that um, actually come in glass bottles. High Road, which is like an herbaceous flavor. It's very like lifting of the mind, relaxing of the body. Very great for like a social hour. Mm. Great for recording a podcast too, I would Certainly. say. I like to throw it with like a little sparkling water and like a little squeeze of citrus mm-hmm. and then dream light, which is this booze-free nightcap that Kin concocted that really just like melts away the day. And it's really nice. You can warm it up and do it with like a almond milk or a coconut milk or whatever MYLK you're into at the moment. <laughs> or you can put it on ice and add a little MYLK to it as well. Whatever floats your boat. So float your boat over to kinuforix.com because that's so retrograde. Listeners get a special 15% off plus free shipping. Wow. When you go to kinuforix.com slash retrograde, use our code retrograde. That's K-I-N-E-U-P-H-O-R-I-C-S.com slash retrograde. We love it. We love it. And you know what else we love? Long, luxurious hair. We love long, luxurious hair at So Retrograde. It's pretty much our brand. If you can see mine, 
is long and not luxurious because I have not brushed it in a few days. I mean, we get so many questions about weekend or thinning hair from our listeners, mm-hmm. like what we're using, what's going on. It's a very common thing. And we were so excited. I actually found this brand through my boyfriend's mom. Mm. She found it at her salon. They recommended it. Wow. She said she was loving it. I started using it. I got into it. And I just was really impressed with the formulation and just how great it is. So in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. More than 1,500 top doctors recommend Nutrafol as an effective and high-quality solution for healthier hair. The thing I really like about it is that they're targeting the five root causes of thinning hair, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Mm. It is physician-formulated to be 100% drug-free as they use only medical-grade botanicals in consistently effective dosages so you get the most reliable results. Yes. Medical-grade botanicals is where we're at in the future, friends. That's everything. And this is really great if you're experiencing thinning hair from stress, dieting, over-styling, environmental toxins. And then you're going to also get restful sleep, less stress, better skin, nails, better quality nails. It's going to up your libido. Basically, overall well-being, the concoction is really wonderful. So, Oh, you're forgetting to mention that if you go to Nutrafol.com, that's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, you can take their hair wellness quiz. Ooh, we love this. You can take your their hair wellness quiz and you'll get a personalized product recommendation that are unique to your hair's needs because they say that depending on where you are with your age and your environment, that that's exactly what's reflecting your Yeah, hair. I feel like that's the most important part. Take the quiz, yeah. figure out what's going on, yeah. go from there. Head over to Nutrafol, that's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Use the promo code retrograde. You'll get 20% off. 20% off and free shipping because who wants to pay for shipping in 2020? No one. Get their product that they recommend and start using it. That's so cool. I'm so obsessed with them. Nutrafol. Thanks. Okay, friends. We got to give love to another partner. And we're talking about relationships today. And this partner in Talkspace feels only right because truthfully, I feel like I've overshared with my partner, my boyfriend, one too many times throughout the pandemic just because he's the only one around. So the fact that Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy instead of waiting for an appointment, you can just send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage with you daily five days a week because they have to because you're paying them. Feels like such a great concept. And now Talkspace covers 40 million people for online therapy through either their insurance or employer. And if you head over to Talkspace.com slash insurance, you can find out if you are eligible. They've got an amazing therapist network with thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience in over 40 specialties, including relationship issues, anger management, trauma, substance abuse, anxiety. The list goes on and on. I think after 2020, we all just need to talk to somebody. And what a great tone to set as we move into the new year. 
talking to my friends is so different from talking to a licensed therapist who has the expertise and knowledge to give me practical guidance. And Talkspace gives us the support we need at an affordable price. That is what is so important here. And they make it affordable. And as a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use the code retrograde to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's retrograde at Talkspace.com. Now back to the show. I wonder if people ask you questions about this, about like dating multiple people. Hmm. Like I was like, maybe the trick is just to keep having sex with the first guy. And then, I think it is. But I didn't want to like at all. I know. I know. But that's the thing. It's like, it's like if you meet someone great, like obviously you want to only be with the person that you think is great and that you're like super attracted to. Yeah. But it's like, that is the way to, it's like, it's like when you're on a date, right? And like, you're so excited because you haven't been on a good date in a while and you really like this person. Yeah. And so they are like, do you want to go to a second location? Like, do you want to come over? And like, you say, yeah, because you don't want it to end. Mm -hmm. But in fact, that's like, fucking yourself over because then they're like, okay, well, this girl doesn't have a life. She's desperate. She only wants to, she like wants to hang out with me so badly. It's right. the same thing with like when you meet a new guy that you really like, like your instinct is like, oh my God, I want to put all my eggs in his basket. But like what you have to force yourself to do is literally the opposite. It's just hard because it's COVID and we're neighbors. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, and like we just have a different, type of connection than me with the the first guy was like and I'm being super frank was like just like the craziest sex of all time like he was a maniac you yeah. know like he's like on drugs and I was like here for the ride like make me one of your drugs like this was the energy and this is just like not that and it's just not worth it to like like I feel like if I had sex with the first guy then I would have to tell this guy because we kind of like came to an understanding like really early on that we weren't going to be sleeping with other people and I don't want to have to do that either. But then what is he doing giving his number out? That this sounds is what like I'm it's saying. To him and then he goes, someone, and he goes, well, don't worry. Yeah. I'm not going to like cheat on you or do anything stupid. I'm like, how can you cheat on something, someone that you're not even with? Like, I'm yeah. so sorry. Lindsay, also, what's your, what's yeah. your advice here? Like, if I'm going to be honest with you, I would say never talk to this guy again. No. And like, just like be, I know, I know that like, but honestly, if this were me, like I would just be so like aloof and just not like not there for him. Well, that's to the definitely point what I'm doing. Right. Like I would just be like, like, for example, my boyfriend and I had a fight recently where his mom had invited me to their Thanksgiving. But then like we were talking about it and he he made some comment like in a public space where he was like, well, you don't have to come. And I was like, wow, well, like that's later on. I was like, that's so fucked up that you said that. Like, what, like, what did you even mean? And then like kind of real, had this realization that like, wait, he never invited me. His mom invited me. So like, what if he doesn't even want me to come? Like, he's never straight up been like, I really want to spend Thanksgiving with you, you know? And so I was like, there was obviously something behind that comment. Like, I don't know what the deal was there. And he was like, no, like, I just want to know that we can, like, spend holidays apart. Like, it's not that I want to, but, like, I want to know that we can do it. It's like because, men are constantly being like, mm -hmm. just checking in. Like, am I still totally and completely free? Like, yeah, man. 
it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and like he did the whole thing where he was like naming other people that spend holidays apart. And I was like, wait, dude, like those are other relationships. Like this is our relationship. And like, if we can make it work to spend the holidays together, like we're going to, but then like in wise mind, I was like, okay, now I need to give him a taste of what he wants and a taste of his own medicine and do like a, be careful what you wish for. And so I did end up spending Thanksgiving with him because like it was all set in stone. But then after I, I ended up going to my parents for like a week and just like being away. And he was like missing me so much. Like, oh my God, come home, like come back, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I never want to be a part again. Like, and it's just like, they're so simple. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like if he really, you know, if he really wants space, like give him too much space mm-hmm. to the point where he's like, oh my God, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Like, Steph, like I miss you so much. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let him, let him uh, hit up this girl or like, let her hit him up, whatever. Let him like do that whole thing. Like he has to come to the realization on his own that like yeah. you're obviously 10 hundred times better. So Lindsay, I'm really curious in... So you guys got together like very close to the pandemic happening and like what's that been like? Because I really feel like this whole past year has sped up any relationship by like five years. Yes. Well, it definitely like when so when the pandemic like fully hit and we all went into lockdown, we hadn't like we hadn't defined things yet. And after how um, many months? Our first date was January 18th. Okay. Not that anyone's counting. And, no, like, um, I'm just comparing <laughs> it to my situation. And it's been like yeah, two yeah, and yeah. a half months. Okay. Yeah. So and, and then like everything like should hit the fan. Like what? Like March 12th or something? Yeah. So like yeah. you guys were like three months in basically. Yeah. Well, like we March like 12th in. at like 3 p.m. Um, I was on a... <laughs> but <laughs> who's keeping track? Uh, who is counting? Um, And like he had made few references to like me being his girlfriend before that like I remember the pandemic was like starting to get to be a thing and this girl was having like a like a co-ed party weekend at her house and he was going and this girl like doesn't really like me and I was like um why I said something I said something weird and insecure I was like if they talk about me like what are you gonna say or something and he was like I'm gonna say don't talk about my girlfriend and I was like but Hmm. Like I thought it was so weird because yeah. he never asked me to be his girlfriend, but like he said that. And so then after he said that, I was like, you know that like you would have to ask if like you expected me to be your girlfriend. Um, and he was like, yeah. And then I and then I I said something like comment that was like, but that was nice, nice. Like that sounded good, you know. And then um, lockdown happened and we decided to do it together. Like, I don't know if we actually verbalized it, but we were like, let's do this type of vibe. Mm -hmm. And we started staying at my apartment and we had dinner one night and like I cooked for him and he asked me to be his girlfriend and it was like really cute and whatever. And then, but like normally in that situation, like I would still play it cool for like the first few months. Like I wouldn't be available every night. Like I like, try to see my friends, whatever it is. Yeah. But because it was the pandemic, like we had to be together all the time. Like we didn't have other options. We couldn't like go out and still like be flirty with others. Not that like that would be my plan, but so it, I mean, it obviously accelerated things like to a new level and it like made me be vulnerable. Whereas like I usually would have my walls up for a while. 
And then like we moved in with my parents for a bit and that was obviously insane. And like I and then I don't know, like the rest was history. Then like we went to his parents and like lived with them for a bit. And then we were like, okay, obviously at this point, like we should just move in together, which I feel like I mean, it definitely made everything progress. But part of me is like, well, we're like 30. Like, I wonder if things would have like kind of been the same. If I feel like, yeah, they would have gotten there regardless. Maybe not like crashing at the parents' house for extended amounts of time. But however, like, like I said, I really think like wherever things were going, it just kind of like got there quicker. Same with technology. It's like technology and relationships fast track 2020. Oh, yeah, totally. But I think it's kind of cool, like, you know, you know, to your point of like, I would have been unavailable and I would have done this. And it's like, there is something to be said for the fact that like, the truth of the matter is like, you don't really have to like do all that. So true. Exactly. Exactly. But like, the thing is, I wouldn't be the only one doing it. Like, he would do it too. But you that's know? what I'm saying. And we all do that. And yeah, it's like, we all yeah. need to like calm the fuck down and just be like, we are, we are into each other. This is working. There's no reason to overcomplicate it with all these 100%. other balls that we're trying to juggle and like whatever we're trying to prove to like ourselves or the other person. And it's all about, it's really all about trying not to be vulnerable at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the blessing in, in like so many ways of being in a pandemic. It's like, you don't have to pretend that like you're not vulnerable. Like we're all fucking vulnerable and like, this is what we're dealing with. And mm-hmm. like, let's just be real. Yeah. That's so cool. Do we have any like specific listener questions, Elizabeth? We do. Okay. We got some great questions. And then Lindsay, I actually have a question for you. Just you're such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to just like interpersonal relationships and dating. Where did that come from? Because I actually don't know what you were up to prior to we met at Acme. Yeah. Well, thank you. Were you just Um, like scooting around town (laughs) studying people? Kind of. I'm honestly just like spongy. Like when I hear something that like is like wise words or like something that I feel like is something I need to pass on. Like I just like absorb it. And Mm -hmm. just I'm such a like a curious person. I ask people questions all the time. So I've surveyed every single person I've ever met to like try to know them better. And like I've watched all the like Esther Perel videos like Queen. All of all of the things. I smoked a like, joint with her once. Stop it. <laughs> Wait, that's yeah. the coolest thing I've ever heard. She's it's my, my claim to idol. Yeah. I would do anything to get her on the podcast. Like I literally email them every year and I'm like, please. And they're like, no. <laughs> I feel like we can make this happen. Yeah. We should. We should have just like dear media in general reach yeah. out to her and be like, What's So your your number one person is Esther. Or Howard Stern. Ooh, who's yours, Steph? Uh, Russell Brand. As a podcast guest? I have been obsessed with him since I was 19 years old. And I... That is hysterical. I feel like we can make that happen. Right now, mine is... I just want him to talk at us and like at whatever speed. Like there's no possible way I could keep up in a conversation with him, but I could attentively listen. I love it. Wait, who's (laughs) who's Julia Cameron? She wrote The Artist's Way. I actually just slid into her DMs yesterday. Okay, queen. Fingers crossed. Guys, manifest. Okay, so our question we have from a listener is, how do you meet people when you hate dating apps? 
Mm. Fuck your neighbor. Especially within the parameters (laughs) Aside from the neighbor route. (laughs) Go next door and ask for some sugar. Um, That's good advice. Yeah, I don't think she's going to like this or he or whoever asked, but... It was a she. Get over that. Like, just get over Mm. it. Because, like, especially in a pandemic, like, unless you're breaking rules and you know going to underground parties where you wouldn't even want to be with those people anyway because they're like who wants to meet somebody in in one of these underground situations when they're specifically saying hey don't do that right now it's like rule breakers unite exactly like you would want to be with someone who would like bring your kids to an underground event when it's a pandemic like yeah I think I think no. Yeah, like get over it. Get on dating apps. If you really, I mean, it depends really... on how horny you are. Read the underground party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Like I'm not single, so I don't. I can't say that I wouldn't. Yeah, but I will say, like, if you really don't want to do the dating apps, like use Instagram as a dating okay. app. How do you find people on Instagram? Like people are always talking about doing that, and I'm like, but what is it like? What do you are you looking for friends of friends? Are you sliding into celebrities? Yeah, What's I happening? feel like as a Scorpio, like you should know the answer to this. Like become a good stalker. But like, and- who are you? Who are you? Just like, oh, my friend Jonathan is a guy. Let me see all the people he follows. And if he has any hot friends, like how the do you? The best way to find a guy <laughs> yeah. is to find a groomsman photo and start clicking. Oh, at that's the ones hilarious. That <laughs> like, oh, he's marriage adjacent. Therefore, he's in the right. Yeah. Okay, or just like, or just like he's hot. And then like if they're private, see who follows them that, you know, and then be like, what's John's deal? He looks hot in this photo. You know, like just get go into it. Okay, so then what is your advice for like a reluctant app user? Like what's the opening line? Mm. Or a few a few suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Hey King. (laughs) What do you what do you say, Steph? Hey King. Oh God, no. (laughs) What's your kink? (laughs) I like what's your kink. Um, I would say like what's your Uber rating or like, what's your favorite condiment? Like, ask a question that's like chill and like kind of weird and kind of funny, but shows that you're not taking yourself too seriously on this app. What's in your What's in your COVID survival kit? Yeah, that's cute. Mine's edibles, tampons, and crystals. <laughs> I would avoid COVID-related questions just because people are probably so sick of COVID and like talking about it. Yeah, you know, not like, me. I would just I would just get into like the weird. Right. Like a a variation of what's your COVID survival kit. You could be like, what's, I guess, no, that's too. Well, doomsday, doomsday survival kit or something is funny. Whatever. We don't have to ask about the survival kit, but it is, it is, you know, it's an interesting way to know if someone could take care of you in the long run, (laughs) what they're taking with them. I, I feel like I would ask, but like get in trouble for this. I would maybe be like, what's the best porn video you jerked off to in COVID? Right out the gate. What's your porn keyword? At the the first question. <laughs> what is the genre you've explored in COVID that you've never explored before? Oh, right out the gate on fire, no, Lindsay. No, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But like once we're talking for a bit. No, right. even then I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, you would. <laughs> <laughs> I'd stick. I'd stick with what's your kink. Yeah, that's funny. What kind of questions are you getting the most right now? Because you have such like a fun, interactive communication with your audience. And I feel like if you're constantly 
getting into like the nuance of relationships and the really relatable experiences that we all have. Like, that's what I love about listening to your show and, and following along is that there you have a lot of like interesting relationship related thought starters that mm. I love to kind of like get into. So what's yeah, what's the thing right now? A lot of people like who follow me, they listen to like the rules that I dish out. And one of them is like, don't go home with them after the first date. But in L.A. for you guys and in New York, like there's a curfew. And, you know, for us, it's 10 p.m. I don't know what it is there. or If you guys are even allowed to leave the house. We're not. OK, there you go. <laughs> And so a lot of people are like, what do I do? Like, we have nowhere to go. Can I go over to their house for the first date? Like, can I go to their apartment for the first date? Interesting. And that's like a huge question that's coming up. And I'm still like, no. And they're like, okay, well, like, what do I do then? And I'm like, bundle the fuck up and like walk around or like go to a restaurant with heat lamps. But like, I feel like there's a blessing in that, like, because it is a 10 p.m. curfew, like you have to end that date and you have to keep them wanting more. And like on the second or third date, if you really want to go to their place, like go to their place. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's like giving up in a way just to like go over to their place on the first date. Like, where's the excitement there? You know? Right. And then what is your stance on like, the talking on the phone and the FaceTiming and like, do you have kind of like a recommended order when it comes to meeting somebody? I think that if you're comfortable with the FaceTime first, do it. If you like want to meet them in person, like in a socially distanced way, do that. I think if you're going to be doing the FaceTime dates, though, like keep the same mindset. Like you have somewhere to be like, don't sit on the phone with them FaceTiming all night, like get a life, you know? Let's close on this. Favorite holiday movie? Mm. Elf. So good. (laughs) Elizabeth, you go because I'm still thinking. Okay. So my favorite from growing up, and this was like as a Jew. So I had like a very limited like Christmas experience. So my two are All I Want for Christmas, which is like a really like little known 90s film with Thora Birch. And it's, it's basically like Hocus Pocus, but for Christmas. I highly recommend it. Lauren Bacall is also in it. Whoa. And then, and Ethan Embry, I think. A young Ethan Ugh, Embry. Why do I it's, love it's a him great so? Watch. He's great. And then White Christmas, which I didn't see for the first time until I was like 25. And ever since then, it's just my, my it's like my Christmas night or Christmas Eve watch every year. I love falling asleep to it. I love that. Honestly, I'm going to be basic and say that Love Actually is my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> But um, I also really loved the Santa Claus growing up. It's like the one with Tim Allen. Oh, I love that. Also, what about, Mm. I mean, not to also be so basic, but the holiday, the house swap movie. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Love that. Oh, and Nancy Myers. My friend is actually looking to do something like that. So if anyone here is listening. Yeah, yeah. LA, New York. Cottage. Oh. Sadly, not London, but... (laughs) I am on the search for a London cottage. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Wow. Well, this was fun. I can't believe I opened up. I feel vulnerable, but I'm fine with it. Yes. <laughs> I love vulnerability, it. Vulnerability. Rose. Yes. I'm empowered yeah. by the it. The power and vulnerability. Exactly. Yep. And Renee I feel Brown. like, Lindsay, we need to be like having you back on like a more regular basis 
I would love to just that. like go deep on relationships. I just so appreciate your perspective and the way you do your thing. And it's just really, really fun to watch and listen Thank to. Thank you. This was so much fun. So fun. So fun. Tell our listeners when your show comes out and where they can find you. We Met at Acme releases new episodes every Sunday. Check it out and make sure you go back in the archives and find the episode with Elizabeth and Steph. Do it. Do it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy holidaying. Oh, the holidays. Oh, I saw it. It was cute. It was cute.